안녕하세요. 선현우입니다. 안녕하세요. 선경아입니다. 하이 경아. 안녕하세요. <웃음> Good to talk to you well in front of microphones. What is this new segment called? Korean Culture Keywords. That's right. It's a new series, and this is the first installment of the new series, Korean Culture Keywords. And today we're talking about something that is somewhat serious. It's becoming more and more serious in Korea. That's right. Yeah. So can you introduce the topic of today? So today's culture keyword is 층간소음. Mm-hmm. means floor. 간 means between, and 소음 is noise. Noise. 층간 소음. 층간 소음. That's right. So it's basically unwanted noise that you can hear from your neighbors. I see. So unwanted noise can be anything, right? Yeah. Your neighbor, like living maybe 20 meters away from your house, can do something like have a crazy party. <laughs> but that's not 층간 소음 because we're talking about interfloor noises, right? Yes. But since more and more Koreans are living in apartment buildings, mm-hmm. this is affecting an increasing number of people. That's right. So because of 층간 소음, interfloor apartment noise, there are some cultural phenomenons that came about as well as some products that people sell and buy. For example, from a very early age, including myself, I, I believe you as well, mm-hmm. children are always told not to run like at home. 맞아요. <laughs> and the reason is because of this. This is the reason, right? 네. And many households that have children growing up have some kind of mattresses mm-hmm. all over the floor for two reasons, for two purposes. And one is to make the floor softer for toddlers. And the second reason is to prevent noise. Yeah, and I've seen a lot of mattresses. Yeah, yeah, in, in my house too, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's all over the place. I've also heard that those mattresses are very expensive. They can be expensive. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> my house is half covered in expensive mattresses mm-hmm. and the other like less important half is covered with like cheap mattresses. Oh, <laughs> I see. Well, anyway. Yeah. And big cities in other countries also have a lot of apartment buildings. Of course. So they must be dealing with this kind of noise issues too. Yeah, it's not only in Korea. Right. But it seems to be a bigger issue in Korea because Korean apartments tend to have lower ceilings. And there are not many regulations or supporting systems in place that lead construction companies to build homes that are more noise-proof. That's right. For example, for Mm -hmm. an apartment that is about 85 square meters wide. I think that's about the size of my house. Uh (laughs) (laughs) If the construction company chooses to build it in a more noise-proof building method, Mm it can cost them up to thousands of dollars more. I see, I see. Yeah, Mm. and they are not motivated to spend more money on it. Yeah, as long as the house is safe, as long as they're not, you know, breaking any rules, why would they spend more money just to, I guess, like let you live more peacefully with your neighbors? (laughs) (laughs) So everybody's basically left with no option but to be very careful with the noises that they make and it's really difficult to figure out whether a certain apartment is exposed to a lot of 층간 소음 or not before you actually move in like your real estate agency won't like tell you by the way don't move in here because it's going to be really noisy (laughs) they won't tell you right (laughs) yeah since most people are already living in apartment buildings that have already been built Mm -hmm. 
there's not much people can do in terms of the building itself. Mm, true, true. Apart from being extra careful with the kind of live noises you might make without meaning to. I see, I see. So uh, with like life noises or 생활 소음, everyday noises, what kind of stuff are we talking about here? 예를 들자면? Uh, 층간 소음 can be any kind of noise. Mm-hmm. You can hear people walking, uh, dancing. <laughs> <laughs> true, true. Yeah, playing the piano mm-hmm. or even arguing mm-hmm. each other mm-hmm. and dogs barking. True, true. Yeah, yeah and things, even... Yeah, things dropping. Yeah, and even cell phones. Vibrating on have the you, floor. Have you actually uh, experienced this? No, but I've heard about it. I see. Yeah. I've experienced this myself. Oh. Like, not like, so, disclaimer, I'm not like a huge victim of any 층간 소음 that is serious. So mm-hmm. that's not, you know, why we're making this. We're not like protesting to our neighbors, our respective neighbors. <laughs> but uh, I've actually heard a couple times uh, some cell phone vibrating sound from somewhere. And I was oh. looking for my phone. But it was in my pocket. It wasn't vibrating. And there was no other phone that was vibrating in my house, in my apartment. Uh It was clearly coming from somewhere upstairs. So that was a bit scary, but it does happen sometimes, right? Yeah, I also have heard someone praying. Oh, really? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, depending on the religion you have, if you share the same religion, you might join them (laughs) in the prayers, I guess. Mm -hmm. So if you hear these noises just from time to time, you might not even notice, right? But once you start hearing them more and more commonly, you become more and more irritated about them, and you also tend to be more sensitive about the noises you're hearing. And I think people are generally more frustrated about the kind of noises that their upstairs neighbors make because they're careless, mainly walking too loudly or children jumping around the house. Like if something drops, you know, coins dropping accidentally, Mm -hmm. nobody's going to complain about that. Like, how did you let the coins drop? (laughs) Make sure you never let that happen again. Nobody's going to say that. It's just when people are careless, right? That's right. And when that happens repeatedly, what happens is someone living downstairs can go upstairs to talk to their neighbor, and that can work out really well too. But from time to time, bad things happen. Yeah, 안 좋은 일이 생기죠. 네, 네 나쁜 일이 생길 때가 있어요. So some terrible things are happening right now as we speak, I think, and have happened before too. So can you <laughs> name a few incidents? Um, to just name a few that happened recently. Mm-hmm. In March 2010, a man living in Daegu went upstairs to his neighbor's house and, and knocked, yeah. killed him oh, because, yeah. of the because of the 층간소음. Because of 층간소음. He couldn't stand it. Right. And in 2012, in Changwon, mm-hmm. eight people ended up in a big fist fight oh. because of 층간소음. It's called 패싸움 <laughs> in Korean, in, in a professional uh, term. Yeah. And then... And also in 2012, during 설날, mm-hmm. the Lunar New Year holiday, the son of an elderly couple who was visiting them mm-hmm. during the holidays got killed by the couple's neighbor because ah. of 중간 소음. So the elderly couple was already kind of involved in some sort of, I guess, tension. Yes. And then I the son so. who was visiting, um, he got, you know, became the victim of a terrible thing. Yeah. So, of course, it's not like in all of these cases, these people planned to kill somebody. Like, you know, when they were going upstairs to knock on that person's door, it's not like they wanted to kill somebody. You know, it's more like 
one thing led to another. They started arguing about that, and somebody yelled at somebody, and mm-hmm. then the tension escalated really quickly. But still, these incidents show how serious chingan soom can be in Korea right now. So, what can people do when they suffer from chingan soom? Um, because it's a serious issue in many places, the government made some regulations. Mm-hmm. They also made something called Chingan Soom Iut Sai Center. Iut is neighbor. Iut Sai is between neighbors or um, neighbor relationships. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The URL is www.noiseinfo.or.kr. Mm-hmm. So if you need some help, I I just um, kind of checked it out, and it has some English pages too. Oh, if nice. You, if you need. Mm-hmm. Um, some English help. Yeah, and they offer a consultation about how to solve noise problems. You can also call them too at 1661-2642. 1661-2642. Yes, and they arrange individual and mutual meetings with the affected neighbors and try to reach a favorable agreement. So they don't really give you a new house or anything. <laughs> <laughs> they just try to help you mm. kind of talk it out, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. But even if you tried, your neighbor is clearly making noises on purpose. You can, of course, sue them, Mm. but the penalty is relatively weak. That's right. That's right. And also, because the penalty is really weak and the regulations are not really in place, people who made noises can also claim. So, for example, if somebody from downstairs comes up to your floor, knocks on your door, even if you are the one who probably made those noises without really meaning to, Mm -hmm. you can claim that you are a victim too, Mm. right? You know, you can say, you know, you can report that person to the police. This person keeps coming to my house. So that kind of thing happens. And that's why neighbors end up in a fistfight or some, you know, murderous cases. So, but the general rule is, according to the regulations, that you need to try to be quiet between 10 p.m. and 6 a.m. And if you break this regulation, again, the penalty is really, really relatively weak. You could be given a 100,000 won fine. Mm. And I've heard stories of people just being fined like 3,000 won, 30,000 won for like disrupting somebody's sleep for a month or so. And it's nothing compared to uh, what the sufferer might have gone through. Before, mm-hmm. this was all very relative. Mm-hmm. Someone says, that's very loud. And another person says, no, that's not loud at <laughs> all to my ears. <laughs> so it didn't help solve the dispute. I see, I see. So the government set the noise limits. Mm-hmm, that's good. Between 6 a.m. and 10 p.m., you should try to keep it below 43 decibels. How loud is that? <laughs> um, the noise that you can hear when a child of 28 kilograms. So it must be like, I guess, 10 years old or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Keep jumping up and down for one minute. One minute. Yeah. <laughs> and then? <laughs> and between 10 p.m. and 6 a.m., the limit is 38 decibels, mm-hmm. which is the noise the child would make by jumping for 30 seconds. 30 seconds. Yes. So uh, if your upstairs neighbor or the neighbor's child is making noises that are louder than these standards, mm-hmm. you can kind of report them and then maybe eventually have them fined. 3,000 won yeah. or <laughs> 10,000 won. It's not much. Mm. I mean, it's not doing much. No. So I heard these regulations are stronger in some countries. Uh, so if you are a noisy resident in the neighborhood, 
in some countries, mm-hmm. um, not everywhere, I'm sure. Um, your neighbors can report you to the police and have you kind of move out even. Mm. But in Korea, still, you know, the regulations are, I guess, being put in place little by little, but not very strong yet. So yeah. if you go up to your upstairs neighbor, like I said earlier, complain too much, mm-hmm. you could actually be reported to, to the police by your neighbor. Yeah, because some people are a little bit more sensitive mm-hmm. than other people. True, true, true. <laughs> yeah. And because there's not much the law can do for you, mm-hmm. many people resort to some other measure for revenge. Yeah, <laughs> I heard some stories. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes they are funny and sometimes they are yeah. kind of <laughs> yeah, I mean, ridiculous. Some, those stories make me sad because, you know, nobody wants to do that. Nobody wants to be the kind of person who does that. So, yeah. for example, what do they do? Uh, for example, some people buy ceiling speakers. Speakers. <laughs> they can play low bass music mm-hmm. through the ceiling up to their neighbors living upstairs. Yeah. Just to irritate them as much as they are irritated. True, true. <laughs> <laughs> people even share information online about what kind of music is best to play to piss off their neighbors while still not breaking any law. So they <laughs> kind of play it at a low volume. Yeah. But then the neighbors living upstairs. They can still hear it mm-hmm. and they can't go to bed because the music is so annoying. That's right. uh, I looked up some uh, stories and then there seems to be this like one song in particular that people like to play. Uh, I forgot the name of the song, but oh. it's just some boring music. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to hear that? Wow. Yeah, so clearly that's not the best way to get rid of Chingan's home or deal with any situation. Right? Yeah, so it's a real problem that affects many, many people in Korea. And that's why we've chosen this as the theme for this episode of Korean Culture Keywords. Okay, so that's basically it for today. So we hope we were able to give you some insight into the Korean culture and society through today's episode. And we will cover many other social and cultural keywords in the future episodes of this series. So thanks for tuning in and we'll see you next time. And if you are not listening on our website, please visit TalkToMeInKorean.com for more than 1,000 Korean lessons and for more information about how to study with our books, e-books, and audiobooks. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you. 감사합니다. 감사합니다. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.